You are now listening to Discover Your Potential with renowned radio talk show host and certified holistic practitioner, Cindy Gilman. So listen, participate, be inspired. Know that you can discover your potential. Here she is, Cindy Gilman. And a very good Sunday to all of you. Uh, It's hard to believe that half the summer is over. Boy, this one really flew by. I hope you're having a good summer. Um, I know many of you are going through very, very difficult time. It's uh, this uh, new normal that they call it, which I don't think is very normal, but um, it's it's starting to uh, to get to so many people, um, and everybody's saying, "Oh, she's going to give us homework." Yes, I am. Um, many people, many families, are having a very rough time just to keep a roof over their head or put food on their table, and um, so for all of you, for all of you who are listening. I want you to do something for me. Um, if you ha- if you go to the market and you've got about five or ten bucks extra to spare, I want you to get I want you to get some non perishable food. Non perishable food. Put it in a bag, and I want you to bring it to your nearest food bank or food pantry. Because there are many people, thousands, hundreds of thousands, that are really relying on the food that is in food banks and food pantries. So you think you could do that? It really would help a lot of people. Now, uh, first of all, I want want to thank our producer, Doug, who always keeps me on in line, um, WBBS Radio. And for those of you who miss part of this program or would like to hear it again or others, you can go to the podcast website, which is www.wdyp. That's Daniel Young Person. WDYPTalkRadio.com, and you can find the podcast there. You can also find, I know many of you are stressed out, anxious, don't feel up to par, need something to relax. So for $5, you can buy, I've, I've recorded a lengthy new meditation guided imagery healing works, uh, meditation for only $5, or you may want to buy it as a gift for someone. And um, just a reminder, I am not seeing people in an office for now, so all the sessions will be conducted by phone. And for those of you who are out of state or even out of the country, you already know that. But uh, you can go to cindygilman.com. We can make an appointment for a phone session. Now, today we're going to do something a little different. I know you're used to hearing me interview other people. Mm-hmm. So 
So this past week, I was interviewed by Melissa Clark on the Melissa Clark Show. And I also did two short readings uh, for people that called into her program. So I thought you might want to hear me being interviewed by Melissa Clark. So, Doug, are you all queued up? I Absolutely, hope you. we are. Absolutely, queued up. positively. All right, so enjoy, and uh, it's the Melissa Clark program. Hi, thank you so much for joining us here on Making a Difference. I'm Melissa Clark. We are thrilled to continue our Tap into Your Spirituality, Part 2. This time we have nationally known medium Cindy Gilman, the host of Discover Your Potential on iHeartRadio. She sat down with actor Lou Vituli and Preferred Health Magazine publisher Angelina Cappiello to tap into their spirituality. Check it out. Hi, Lou. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I'm. It's pretty warm up here. Is it warm um, where you are? It's about about a hundred today. It's pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting pretty. It's we waited all winter yep. for this season, and boy, are we broiling. Where we we are getting the heat, but I'm not going to complain because I, I know don't like the winter. It's better than snow and ice. I agree. So, um. What I'm picking up as as a medium, which is a person who connects people with their loved ones who had passed on, and the person that came forward was a female, either your mother or your grandmother, and I believe it is your mother, and her name was, is? Grace. Grace. And what a beautiful name. And she was filled with grace. Yeah. I I get the sense that she was a highly spiritual and religious person because mm-hmm. she's holding up um, rosary beads. So she wants these these things that she valued so much to be given to people who are here. And... Um, it, what I get is she has a whole collection of rosary beads, different types of rosary beads. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Um, and she says, now, Lewis, is is your real name Lewis? That is my given name, yes. Yeah, she's calling you Lewis. She said, now, Lewis, don't forget to use them. Okay. She's, <laughs> um, yeah, she's pretty... She is filled with grace, but she's pretty feisty. (laughs) That would be the case, that's for sure. Uh, Now she's bringing in another woman with her, but they're showing me like platters of food, Uh like all all types of food. Like when they would cook, there'd be enough for an army. That would be true, Italians for sure. Yeah, because what I'm smelling is Italian food, lasagna mm-hmm. and meatballs and all kinds of different dishes and salads. And, whoa, I'm getting hungry just looking at them. And she's, she's laughing at me. <laughs> she's laughing. 
she said, this is all for Lewis because he loves my cooking. Uh, no, she cooked for me all the time, yes. One of the things that, um, wait a minute, I keep seeing the George Washington Bridge in New York. I travel it a lot. Going back from New York to New Jersey? Well, New Jersey, Maryland, I travel right. a lot. Yeah, I keep seeing the bridge, and she's like sitting there saying, now drive carefully, drive nicely, don't speed. Um, boy, she's a backseat driver. Um, the other thing that I picked up was, you were waiting for things to open up again. Ah, so yeah. my my sense is that the work that you do somehow it's it's flattened out, or not much is going on right now because of this coronavirus. Non-existent, as we would say. Yes, that's true. Are you in yeah. show business? I am. Right, because what I'm seeing is all the theaters are dark. Yes, they are, unfortunately. I mean, and I lived in New York for a number of years, and to uh -huh. see all those Broadway theaters just empty, dark, yeah. nothing on Broadway, even uh, TV series, commercials, um, right. everything. It's But it will open up, so... What I'm telling you is don't give up your passion. It will reopen. In the meantime, take this time to update your resume. And oh, do you do different voices? Yes, I do. I do. Like um, for? Children's voices, reading, things like that, for sure. Aha. Uh -huh. So take this time, you know, to really polish, polish your talent and update your resume. Because once things start to open, it's, it's going to be, boom, everything at once. The other thing that you may be considering is either a change in your management or getting a manager or changing mm -hmm. your agency. Yeah. Okay, I have been thinking about that as well. Well, please look into that okay. because it seems that the people right now that you're using are not sending you out for the kinds of things you really, truly want to do. Okay, thank you, all right. Because this is a time, this is a time for you to connect with other people, not only in your business, but also with friendships. Hmm. Okay. So don't hibernate. Don't um, don't be alone. Okay. Reach out to people. Don't wait for them to call you. Pick up the phone and call them. Okay, that makes sense. Who's the older man that wore the felt hat? Was that your grandfather? No, it was my great uncle. And what was his first name? Angelo. 
Angelo? Yeah. And you were close to him? He's my godfather. Okay, because he just stepped forward. And, oh, now he's singing an Italian song. Okay. Oh, boy, what a show off. What is he singing? Can you tell? He keeps going from O Solo Mio to some Caruso song. Um, oh, now he's singing New York, New York. Okay. Um, have you been thinking about taking voice lessons? No. I have that. All right. So who is the voice teacher? Hmm. Maybe this has to do with an acting teacher that taught you different voices or how to use your voice and hmm. um, like placing your voice to do different voices. I'm not sure on that. Hmm. Boy, Angelo's a real character. He was a nice man. He was a good man. Yeah, he was. And he loved kids. I'm. What, he either carried a lot of extra change that he would give kids or candy or something. Oh, okay. He, do you know That's what I'm fun. saying? Yeah, no, I don't remember that, but it's possible. You know, he was a really nice man, so. He, he's a very outgoing, very, just a very, a good person. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's saying, don't worry, Lewis. I'm right here with you. Thank you. Interesting. Okay, ask me, before our time is up, ask me a question. Ask you a question. Yes. Um, are they around? Are my, are my, is my mom around? I mean, are they around and are, do they reach out? You know? They're around you, but you know, if you need them to help you, reach out to them. Are there signs? I guess by one question from them. Well, the biggest sign was one of them turned my power out for a minute. And I think that was your mother. Mm -hmm. uh, she wanted you, she wanted me to know that she was there. So she shut my power off and then turned it right back on. So I would say that part of the signs that she sends are either light bulbs blowing out or maybe the computer screen going dark or do you know what I'm saying? Well, both of those occur. Yes, they do. Thank you. I'm sorry? Yeah, but I, yes, I do know what you mean. And both of those do occur. And that's her. When that yeah. happens, just say, thanks, mom, for doing that and letting me know you're there. The other thing is somebody's leaving you dimes. So where dimes? have you been finding coins? Mm. I mean, you may look down and even on the street, find something. When you do, pick it up and look at the date on it because that's important. The other thing is when a certain song comes on the radio, it reminds you of someone. 
Okay. Yes. I have seen coins on the ground. That's interesting. But you don't pick them up. No. And, and well, start picking them up and keep them in a special jar. You know the phrase, pennies from heaven? Okay. Very often people in spirit will leave coins, sometimes in the most unlikely places, whether it's in the middle of the floor, right next to you on the ground that you're standing on. Um, okay. All right, I'll remember to do that. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow. Who is the man that smokes cigars? Smokes cigars? I'm smelling either cigar smoke or some kind of smoke. Well, I had, I had an uncle who smoked cigars, little, little cigarette cigars, passed away a long time ago. And what Apparently. was his first name? Uh, Gene. Who's Frank. Frank. Francis? Frank? Mm. Oh, somebody's talking about St. Francis. Ah. Hmm. Hmm. So that's got to be someone who loved animals. Who's the person uh, that loved animals? My dad loved animals. And what was his first name? Joe. Joseph? Yes. Okay, he's there. Is he the one who smoked? Oh, he smoked cigarettes. Oh, that's what I'm smelling. Early on. Oh, he just went, hello, my son. Oh, he was tough growing up. Yeah. He was tough. Mm-hmm. He was pretty strict with you. Yeah. And the thing is, you were a very sensitive kid. So it, it really bothered you. Mm-hmm. That's true. And he's saying, I'm sorry I was the way I was, but that's the way I was brought up. I understand that. I get that. And he, he wants to be remembered in a positive way. Oh, I do. Do they think of me in a positive way? Absolutely. They said your lifestyle or your life may be different than ours, but we love you and we respect your lifestyle and you should be doing the work that you do. When I was younger, they weren't as supportive. So I get that's I why they're that. saying now that because you have to remember, they, you know, that generation, they didn't consider the entertainment industry oh, as security. Yeah. Of course not. You know not. what I'm saying? Of course not. So they, they didn't understand it. You know, they wanted you to do something that they considered secure, you know, where you had a regular job, 
with the benefits and the whole schmear, but now they know how talented you are. And you've really worked at your craft, so you have to continue. And things will open up soon. Thank you for that. Okay. Well, I hope this has been helpful for you. You've been amazingly uh, helpful and informative, and I thank you. I I thank you very much, truly. You're welcome, Lou. Good luck with your career. I hope to hear. I hope to hear more when you know when things start happening because you will. Well, just as an FYI, just before COVID occurred, I got a uh, I was cast in a new TV show as a regular character, and oh wow. And now we're we're just waiting for times when it can be safe again. So you're absolutely correct in the fact that I'm waiting, sitting in a right. room, just waiting. And it's going to go well. Who else is in the in the uh, program? Uh, it's it's got um, some really awesome uh, actors, new actors. It also stars Tom Sizemore, uh, Daniel Baldwin, some great mm-hmm. new actors by the name of Armand Medeo, uh, Emilio DeFabio. and it's written and, and created by. This, this amazing um, guy, his name was uh, Billy Hartman. Truly, truly, just so many talented people that I feel like I'm in a community. That's great. And, and it's, it's so good, you know, when you're involved in a project like that, you want, you want to be with people that you can relate to, that you respect, that you like. You know, there's, and there's always going to be personality clashes because egos get in the way. But I feel really good about this program. Oh, great. Thank you. All right. All right. Lou, Lou, thank you so much, Cindy. You're amazing. Uh, Cindy's amazing, by the way. She read me, and, and she was uh, right on. Uh, and she's just a wonderful woman, and we're going to be interviewing well, her. thank you. Thank you, Cindy. Um, thank Lou, you, Cindy. Lou Vitulli, Thanks. Tell, tell us where we can find you. Well, as I was just mentioning to Cindy, one of the cool things is uh, I just was hired just before the COVID as a regular character on a new TV show called K-Town, the series. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, written and created by a guy by the name of Billy Hartman out about Kenilworth, New Jersey. So um, as soon as we're able to go back to work, I should be starting to doing that. Um, I also, as you, as you know, I work with Vincent Pastore, HP yes. Studios, study with him. Amazing, amazing man. Amazing uh, man. Yeah. Um, so still working on that, doing Zoom and, um, working on a couple of different plays with that, which one of them being Key Largo, which would be Beautiful. an awesome thing to do. So, Beautiful. You know, keep them busy during this time as best we can. Yeah. Where, yeah. where can people find you, Lou? IMDB, Lou Vitulli. And, uh, and Insta- you're on Instagram as well, right? In- Instagram and Facebook. Okay, cool. All right. You're Spell the best. Vitulli. Spell Vitulli for everyone. Exactly. City. It's V like victory, I, T like Thomas, U, L, L, I. Thank you thank so you. much, Lou. You're the best, and uh, and thank you for just being your you're an amazing guy. And I'm happy to know you. Oh, um, you had thank me. You, so you had me crying. <laughs> I, 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 had uh. some, I have some tears. So thank you so much, both Melissa, Cindy. Uh, very grateful for this opportunity. Hi, how are you? Can you hear me? Yes. Now <laughs> okay, I can. great. 
Okay, so we have Angelina Capiello, um, Editor-in-Chief of Preferred Health Magazine. She is uh, up next, and I'm going to leave. Okay, so have a great reading. So, Angelina, I'm a psychic medium and a spiritual energy worker. Okay. And somebody, um, someone's getting healing. So, was someone you know ill or not feeling well? Um... Nah, not really. Uh, I mean, COVID going around, I know a lot of people who have gotten sick. Um, okay, that's, so that's what, so you've, you've known a lot of people that got this horrible virus. Correct. All right, so I, for some reason, my hands are so red and hot right now um, that they're getting healing. And um, I try to connect with people who have passed on? Who who calls you Angie? Everybody. <laughs> All right, because I've got a bunch of people that passed who are calling you. Don't call her Angelina. Call her Angie. That's my nickname. Okay. Um, so what I'm getting is they're they're saying it's time for you to work on that specific project that you've talked about for a long... Are you a writer? I am. Okay, there's some project, and I don't know if it's personal or it has to do with your family history, but there's some project that you've wanted to write and you haven't had the opportunity to take the time to do it. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. So what they're saying to me is now is the time. Okay. Now, do you have family that actually immigrated to the States from Italy? Um, um, I do not. Not my immediate family. Not from Italy. I have my mother who immigrated from Puerto Rico. Oh, from Puerto Rico. All right, so... Whose family came from Italy? Your husband's? That would be my father's family. Okay, so that's your father's. So they came from Italy. Right. And your mother's family came from Puerto Rico. My mother herself also, yes. Okay. So she, and she's still with us? No, she's not. When did she pass? That would be uh, going on nine years. I'm sorry, sorry, 12 years ago. So 2008? Eight. Boy, it feels like she's still here. She's so strong. She's a strong woman. But somebody else was the one who encouraged your writing. I don't know if it was a teacher or someone close to you, but somebody. Oh, now I'm getting all of these journals that you would just sit and write about different different things that happen. You just keep these journals of different things that you wanted to notate. 
I've been doing things like that all my life. Right. And because they're showing me stacks of uh, journals and notebooks and um, with all these notes and things. And every once in a while, you'll take some out and look through them. Whatever you do, don't throw them away. I mean, there's a lot of stuff there, but there are some great ideas in there. Okay. Do you also, do you write for a newspaper or uh, like a journal, like, as, uh, like a journalist or something? Right. Well, I, I used to be a journalist for the New York Post. Um, okay. Out of college. And I, I own the magazine. I write for the magazine all as well. You own a magazine? Correct. It's Preferred Health Magazine. Preferred Health. Yes. So do you interview different doctors and different people who suggest health-related articles and whether it's yeah. emotional health, yes. nutritional health, uh, physical health? It seems like you cover sure. the gamut in this magazine, uh, with traditional health and holistic health. That's correct. Maybe that's why I'm sending out all this healing. It's for people who read this magazine. Be great. (laughs) It's a good magazine. (laughs) Pardon? It's a great magazine. (laughs) It is a great magazine. And I mean, a lot of people utilize uh, the suggestions that the contributors make, and okay. you—you're the editor of the magazine as well, correct? That is correct. So you always have, like, I'm seeing like an editorial page with you writing a column. That is correct. I do. Well, I write, and yes, I have an editorial in each magazine. So you're not afraid to even touch on subjects that other people wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. So if, if you want to write about women who have, uh, who have been in an abusive relationship, um, how to get out of that relationship, how to get unstuck, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. In, in our last edition, we covered something about domestic violence. Oh, bingo. So that's what, and I'm picking up on it. So did you go through a divorce yourself? I have, yes. So, I mean, you've got the personal experience to talk uh, talk to through your writing to women who are getting out of situations that are either dysfunctional or unhealthy. Absolutely. And that's so needed because too often women are afraid to make a change because they don't know, well, what's going to happen to me now? How am I going to be able to take care of myself? Is there somebody else out there? Sadly, we, we live in patterns. We get into patterns if we don't do our homework to teach us how to believe in ourselves, 
then people will continue that pattern. Exactly. And that's an important topic, breaking the pattern and, and believing in yourself and believing that you deserve something better. Absolutely, 100%. That's right. Because often women will, at the beginning of a new relationship, they'll think, oh, this is terrific, he's so nice, blah, blah, blah. And that's like the honeymoon period. And then all of a sudden, they become overprotective, they become possessive, they want to tell you what to do, when to do, how to do. Unfortunately, yeah. Right. There are relationships and, out there like that, and people don't speak about that as often as they should. And they should because it's, you know, then they say, why is it every time I get into a situation, it ends up like that? And part of it is because they don't do their emotional homework to understand why people like that are drawn to them. Right. So they need to believe to achieve recently remarried uh yes well not recently it's been 10 years how many 10 okay how long were you in the other relationship uh two and a half so you got out pretty quick right not quick enough, you're thinking. Oh, probably not. <laughs> okay, so is there a child from that first Yes, there is. Yes. And how, how old are they now? Uh, she is 14. And she's with you? Yes. She's very intuitive, you know. Is she? She's very creative and very intuitive. Oh, yes, she's, I know, very creative, absolutely. Very creative. What's her first name? Naomi. It's a very beautiful biblical name. Right. <laughs> Naomi was Moses' mother. You know the story of Ruth, and I believe that she was Ruth's, uh, Naomi was related to Ruth. I forget the story off the top of my head, but yes, I know it's biblical. <laughs> yes. It's lovely. So, does Naomi dance or sing? Um, <laughs> I mean, she's a kid, so she does both. Because I'm seeing her dancing around and singing, and she did this from the time she was little. Sure. She was yep. always twirling around and singing and dancing. She's actually, she's very talented. I would love to see her pursue something in that area. Okay, really? Yes. Okay. She, she doesn't mention that as a career, but that would be no. interesting. <laughs> no, she's thinking of something more, um, what's the word I want? Solid. Okay. She wants to help people. Okay. Now, what is she talking about? Oh, she wants to be an interior designer. Okay, well, that will utilize her artistic ability. Right. But she's constantly doing that around the house. A hundred percent, yes. She's moving things around, 
changing colors, doing doing things to her room. All the time. Uh, I mean, for her, it's it's almost like a natural talent. Like, right. you should really do this, this, and this if you want this room to really come alive. Right. She cons- She always has ideas like that. She'll draw it out for you. She'll, yeah. yeah it's, it's right. <laughs> so she's using her artistic ability because you're good at putting together the magazine and finding good contributors. But you need someone who can get out there and make it nationwide and worldwide. So yeah. I'm, I don't, if, if that's a, a public relations person or a publicist, oh, I wonder if Melissa can help. <laughs> Melissa, are, are Hi, you she's, there? she's already a big help, Melissa, actually. <laughs> right. Let's get this magazine going because yeah. there's some great articles in it. Who does the photography for the magazine? Uh, different photographers, or we buy them, or myself. Yeah. Okay, because sometimes the cover will spark interest. If you have a cover and a title, um, you know, of an article, that will spark people's interest. But this has to be distribute, distributed on a larger scale. And it should be because it's very it it's wonderful. Okay. And as I said, yes. Oh no, we had D, your friend Deepak Chopra on the cover. That's pretty. It's a lot. It's pretty big, right there. He is pretty pretty big cover, right there. Yes, he is. (laughs) He's the best. Mm. uh, He 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 (laughs) always says we are spiritual beings living in a physical world. Yeah. Right. Right. I believe that. Yep, and he used to be a professor up in Boston before he just, you know, his career just went whoop. Yes. Yeah. He's a good man. He's a great teacher. (laughs) Yeah, you can't get any bigger in the holistic and spiritual realm than Deepak. I know. He's a great man. He really is. Yes. Ange, do you have any more questions for Cindy Gilman? I do not, but thank you. This was fun. This was great. Well, I hope I hope this was helpful. And please encourage Naomi to use her artistic ability. I will. I will. And I do. I love that part of her. So, yeah, I, I do. I do. Well, she gets some of that from you. I think I so, mean, too. <laughs> I, I mean, her talent may be different. She may be expressing it differently. But you're very creative. Just putting this magazine together takes a a lot of creativity. Yeah, it's fun. And yes, I, I, I also do the house, you know. <laughs> I'm not a, I, I probably see me change my house or paint my rooms and things like that. Yes. I kind of enjoy that. It doesn't bother me to do that. Right. <laughs> so Angie, yeah. thank you so much yeah. for joining us. Um, thank where, you. Tell us, tell us what's going on with Preferred Health really quick, please. Yeah, so our next edition is coming out this fall. Uh, we have a cover interview with uh, uh, Larry King, a famed journalist. I think about. I think I could say his name. Everyone knows who he is. Um, and we're really just talking about. He's had so many health issues. God bless him. But he yeah. is a survivor, and we got to speak with him, and we're really excited to share that with everyone. And uh, coming the fall. 
where can they go to find Preferred Health? And do you have something uh, about a subscription? Do you have like a, a giveaway going on? Yes, actually we do. If you go to the website, www.preferredhealthmagazine.com and you subscribe, the first 100 subscribers will qualify to have an ad in the next edition. Ooh. So for their business, for their practice, for, you know, for their That's services. Good. Yeah, so great. So love to have All everybody. All right, so listeners, listeners, listen up, because there's something good for you. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Thanks, Angie. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Angie, and uh, everybody head over to Preferred Health Magazine. Uh, we have uh, amazing content uh, coming in as well. So thank you, Angie. You're the best. Bye, and thank right, you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Cindy. She's delightful. Yeah, she's wonderful. She is my sister's sister-in-law. Uh-huh. Yeah, she is a family, and uh, we've been through a, a heck of a lot in this family. So thank you so much for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Cindy, okay, let's go on to you. We're going to do an interview. Um, you are a healer, an energy healer. I am I am a psychic medium mm-hmm. and uh, a certified energy healer and relaxation counselor. I love it. And you're also, also, excuse me, also a grief counselor. Is that right? Well, what I do as a medium... Mm-hmm. I call when when I'm working with a client on an mm-hmm. individual basis. I consider my mediumship as a form of spiritual grief counseling. Okay. Because if I can connect people with their loved ones that have passed on, mm-hmm. and give them the understanding that once people transition to the other side. Mm-hmm. They're able to watch over us. I mean, not twenty four seven. They, you know, they're not spiritual peeping toms. Right. They're there. They're what? They're watching over us. They're there to help and guide us. Mm-hmm. And so I consider that a form of spiritual grief counseling. Um, one of the things that I'm doing right now, um, because as you know, I. I host, um, I host an, an internet program. Discover and, your potential. Uh, correct. Mm-hmm. And the the website for that, with all the podcasts, mm-hmm. is wdypmm.talkradio.com. Mm-hmm. And I have I have put together because people right now with this virus and mm-hmm. all of the protests and it's, we're living in a very different time. Yeah. I've put together a lengthy guided meditation and imagery. And if they go on that site, they can buy a copy of, for the first 500 people mm-hmm. for $5, they can buy it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's really, I put a lot of time and energy Mm. into helping people to release the stress and tension and anxiety and to fill themselves with that highest uh, state. Mm -hmm. Did you say highest state? We just lost you there for a moment. That highest spiritual energy. Okay. Wherever 
people go to for their highest spiritual source, mm-hmm. whether it's the universe, uh, uh, collective, uh, collective consciousness, God, wherever people go to for that spiritual energy. Mm-hmm. For me, it's God. Um, and that the healing energy comes through me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're getting some right now. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm sweating right now. Whoa. I know. Whoa, what's going on with I you? I don't know. I'm sweating Whoa. right now. I'm sorry. Um, the, yeah, the energy is reaching you. All right, let me try to whew, cool it down. I had a, I had a, a spiritual uh, cleansing yesterday, so um, it was really intense, so I'm sorry. Whoa. Um, so, I mean, did they clear through everything because there must have been something left over or they didn't replace all that with a positive, okay, I'm encircling you in white light. Thanks. And now tell me if you feel it. And then I'm circling you in gold light to protect the white Thank light. Thank you. That, yeah. Well, All of a sudden, I got, I got so hot. I don't know what happened. Hmm. I'm okay. All right. Let's, talk, let's focus on you. <laughs> I want to focus on you. You always help me out. Thank you. Um, so, Cindy, when did you have this ability? I know it's so hard to turn off, but um, when did you have this ability? I was born with the ability. Mm, okay. When I think back, I mean, I was having experiences from the time I was very, very young. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 you know, if if we if we went to family gatherings, mm-hmm. my mother would say, "Now, don't tell someone they're going to have a heart attack. <laughs> if you feel something, just go sit on the couch and keep your mouth shut." Yeah. And I just thought everybody sensed things about other people. I just thought, oh, everybody must feel things about other people. Mm-hmm. And then um, when when I was in kindergarten, uh, the kindergarten teacher told my mother, when we sit down on the floor before I take attendance, Cindy just walks around the whole circle and puts her hands over each person's <laughs> head. Yeah. So uh, I was just... I just thought, okay, uh, this is what I have to do. Right. And, um, and I actually had a, a totally different career. I mean, I was a child performer. Mm-hmm. I was singing concerts when I was six, seven years old, doing concerts mm-hmm. uh, on radio and TV. And, and, um, and then afterwards, went on to Emerson College and, and then uh, my voice teacher took a position at New England Conservatory, and I transferred there and graduated there. Mm-hmm. And and then left for New York, um, and it, things just fell into place, and I performed. And the, the thing was that I'd get out on the stage, and I, I was picking things up from people in the audience. Uh-huh. And uh, it was my paternal grandmother Mm -hmm. who said to me, you know, it's time for you to go home and start your real work. And I I said, but I am doing my real work. Yeah. She goes, 
not this singing nonsense, your real work. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, what is that? So I went, I broke up my apartment in New York, uh, sold my baby grand piano, uh, went back to Boston, hadn't lived at home from the time I was 17 mm-hmm. and a freshman in college. And uh, people were calling my parents' house saying, uh, can we come over and talk to Cindy? And I'd say, what do they want to talk to me for? Oh and goodness. they'd come over and uh, I would start talking to them about their loved ones that had passed or things that were, you know, things that were going on that they had to look at in terms of their personal health. And they would leave some money and and leave. And, and I'm thinking, I don't understand this because... At the time, not many people were doing this. Right. And uh, and my mother, in her own inimitable style, said, you know, this isn't Grand Central Station. <laughs> I said, well, I don't know why they're calling here. She yeah. said, well, you better get an office. I said, but I, I don't even know what to call it. Right. So right. I, I'm, it, that's how it all that's how it all started. Why do you think people turn to mediums and psychics? Do you think that life, is like living here on Earth, is not enough for them, or they don't trust people here living think, on Earth? I think sometimes, I think sometimes they need validation. Um, I think sometimes yeah. uh, people will have spiritual experiences but they don't trust it, or they think, "Whoa, is this my imagination? Right? Am I?" Am I crazy? Do, does does anybody else have experiences like this? Um, but you know, I, I try for a long time. I stopped using the word psychic because mm-hmm. every palm reader, cod reader, uh, was throwing that title around, and and I don't do that. Right. Um, but you know what I. I uh, at the time I really started to do this professionally, I had to be my own teacher. Mm-hmm. And I started teaching meditation. Then um, I got my certification as a relaxation counselor and hypnosis counselor because mm-hmm. people were requesting that. But um, I think people, well, there are some people who they want somebody else to tell them what to do. And I've made it a point to say, I cannot make decisions for you. Mm -hmm. This is something you have to decide. Right. I think there are some people that want someone else to say, well, do this, do this and do this. And that that's not right. Um, Because the other thing is there is no, empath or intuitive that is a hundred percent accurate right no one anyone who says oh i'm 97 percent accurate i'm uh, well how how do you know how do you know if you're 97 do you ask every person that you've talked to and you figured out you're 97 percent and people have you know people have the right to change their mind to do they mm-hmm. have freedom of choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they have free choice, but I think sometimes 
an, a good intuitive or empath can look within someone and find an ability or a talent that they may have overlooked or mm-hmm. not not understood that this can be used in in a um, in a better way. Um, I also I've had my share of people coming and testing me. Right. Well, I dare you to do a reading on me. Right. I dare you. And, um, you know, and I say to them, you know, if if you're here to to dare me, I said, don't waste your time and your money. Right. Because, you know, I'm not going to play games. Right. Right. But there are a lot of people who they're really... They're in so much pain, grieving for loved ones, Um, whether it's a parent, a spouse, uh, a partner. uh, The toughest, the toughest work that I do is when people come who have lost a child. Yes. And, um, and it's, it's out of natural order. Right. And very often, if it's a young child that's gone through a horrible illness, or um, but I mean, I, I've I've there are some people who have passed on who don't want me to connect with them. Right. There are there are people who are uh, victims of suicide. Yeah. They don't they don't want to talk to me. They don't want to talk to me. They don't want to talk to anybody. Right. I mean, I've been tripped. I, I've fallen on the floor of an office. I've, um, I've been. They uh, mess with you. Yeah. And I tell and, you something. Somebody's messing with me now because I feel a young child next to me. It's so funny because I was going to say a little boy. It's I'm really? sitting here, Cindy. I'm sweating like you wouldn't believe. Whoa. I don't know what to do. Somebody's like messing with me. They're Whoa. right here on the right side. Like I can almost see them on the side of me. I'm literally a little boy. A little boy. I don't know. Like Whoa. I don't know if it's you or. No, it's I'm not s- for me. But did somebody miscarry a child close to you? Um, or lose a child in pregnancy? You know, it's so funny. Um, our aunt. I don't want to, somebody did, but I'm not close with them, but I'm literally like, see, my question to you is right. And I'm sorry for interrupting you, but I just want to ask this question. When you feel like this, people who feel like this and they, they have that, because I'm an empath, as you know, you, I've been on your show before. So what do you do with this feeling? Because I'm sitting here, I'm like, what am I supposed to do with what I'm feeling? Have I gone mad? Um, Is it in my head that we're talking about it? Nope, there is a little child next to you. Um, I either this child passed very, very young, or tried to come into the world and it wasn't the right time. It's absolutely this feeling is insane, and I and people are like, well, Melissa, how do you know? Like, what do you feel? I'm like, well, I can sense a male presence because you know, like when you can just sense a, either a female or a male. I like, right. I just, I feel like a childish, and it's so funny because on my, 
they always come in with these videos. I ha- I've had, and I show, I think I sent it to your son and they, these little spirits come in around and I catch them. And the last time one run, went right in me, I'm like, I felt that I'm like, Oh my God, wow. I was trying to just do my intro, but I wow. literally am sitting here sweating away and I don't know why it's coming through or he is coming through right now, no. but. I'm sorry for interrupting. Ask your... him what his first name is. Well, you'll know, right? Because I can't, I don't have that ability. <laughs> no, you do. You do. I do. Ask him if if you know who he came through or tried to come through, and did he have a first name? Am I asking in my head or ask out loud? You can ask it through your head. Okay. And tell me the first thing that comes into your mind. Well, I don't know why I have Anthony in my head, but I don't know. That just popped in my head as I asked that question. Mm-hmm. It's the first name I thought of. I mean, so that's my that's my question to you. Am I just pulling out names out of my head? I don't... No, no. Usually, if if you go by your first gut feeling, that's your that's your intuitive answer if you if you stop and start analyzing and it's like i have to pass on the message that's given to me yeah because otherwise if i start trying to analyze it it may not be what the person needs now this little child obviously tried to come through someone either someone that you were related to or someone who is a friend of yours and wants to make their presence known. Well, I'll have to find out afterward because right now I, I seriously have like a baby blue color inside of my head and the name Anthony. Yep. So mm-hmm. I don't, I'll have to ask maybe Angie or Lou. Um, I don't think it's one of them. You don't think it's one of them? So did your aunt miscarry a child? No, not her. Uh, somebody that she knows. Was this recently? Uh, yeah, not too long ago. I think it's that child. That's the child. I'll, I'm going to ask her if it was a... Oh, I don't know if they're going to know. She, they might not even know what gender the child was. Yeah. But it was a male soul. So weird, this feeling. Why is this happening? All right, it's pretty cool. It makes for um, it makes for good entertainment for who's ever watching. We're going to have to tell your grandfather to tell this child, okay, you got your point across, now move on. It's so weird. Maybe it's my unborn child because I'm supposed to have a little boy. Not, I'm not pregnant you, now, but... You will be. <laughs> At some point, you will be. I know, I can feel it. I can feel it. And you're going to have a boy? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm supposed to be having a boy. That's what a lot of people have told me. Yeah, and I when, feel when when I was married and I got pregnant, mm-hmm. I went into the doctor, and um, I said, "Listen, I said uh, I'm pregnant. I took a pregnancy test." Mm-hmm. Um. I said, uh, I'm going to be late. Mm-hmm. Um, this baby is not going to come out when it's supposed to. I'm going to, the pregnancy is going to be longer. 
I'm going to have a great pregnancy, but a difficult delivery. And I looked right at the doctor and I said, you're not going to deliver my son. Someone else will. Oh, my God. Someone in your practice. And he looked at me and he said, uh, do you want your money back? <laughs> I, said, I said, I'm just telling you. Yeah. And I could see what my son would look like when he was about nine or ten years old. Wow. And I, I just, I, I knew. And, and from the time, you know, I, I did. I, I had a, a great pregnancy, but... I kept going to the hospital hospital with what they called false labor, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. I should have insisted. Finally, I think the third or fourth time I went to the hospital, I said, I'm not leaving here till you get this baby out of me. Wow. And it's a good thing I did. So Jeez. you just, you know, you just know. Yeah, I think mothers know. Yeah. I, I really, I really do. I I had a dream actually a, a couple of days ago that I had a little boy with red hair, and I was born with red hair, and my mother loved red hair, um, redheaded children. Interesting. Yeah. So I just it's just so weird, but I'm I'm literally. So like, this little soul may have already. This little soul might be your future son. This little soul may already have linked up with you before you even carry him in your womb. (laughs) He may have come forward to say, hey, remember, you know you're going to have me one day. So why is he coming here now? Because you're here? Because I'm here. Yeah. Right, because he wants to be acknowledged. I love it. I love it. I mean, you know, Cindy, <laughs> Cindy, you've had so many great people. Thank you so much, Cindy. Um, you've had so many great people on your show. You had James Van Praa. I was yes, I've had. Oh, James was wonderful. He, wow. he was he was such a wonderful guest and so um, accessible. It just I I loved having him on. I've had Robert Brown on. Wow. I've had a number of different people that have made shifts in their lives to teach, you know, the the purpose of the program Mm -hmm. was to let people know that sometimes we're doing things or in a relationship or living in a certain area Mm -hmm. and the universe kind of pushes us in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And when we're in the process of that change, sometimes it's like, wait a minute, I I don't want to do this or I don't want to leave. But once we make that shift, Mm -hmm. oh, why am I, okay, talk about the shift. All right. You know, for, um, I'm getting instructions here. Okay. Uh, I don't know who they're coming from, but, you know, for decades and even centuries, yeah. People have been uh, people who prognosticate have been talking about a shift. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a shift. Mm-hmm. Well, we are in it. We are in the shift. I right. Mean, look at what's yes. going on mm-hmm. between this 
virus that's affected so much of our lifestyle mm-hmm. and um, things shut down. I mean, even talking to Lou, um, you know, and how New York is dark. And I have friends in California who are in the business who, you know, everything's quiet. Yeah. Uh, there, there's no filming going on. There, um, and even what we have to do, I mean, y- you can't have more than 10 or 15 people at a wedding or a mm-hmm. funeral. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, six feet di- distance, wear a mask. Uh, and if people, I, there are people who will approach people who aren't wearing masks and people will get violent. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a crazy time we're living in but this is all part of that shift that's right that's right so one of the reasons why i put together this guided meditation Mm because so many people are under such great stress right now yes they've either lost their jobs or they've been furloughed or um And, uh, you know, they don't know a lot of older people who don't know whether they should buy food or buy their, their medications and, and, and families to put food on their table. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, that I've told people in, you know, this is a time if you've got some extra, when you go to the market, get some extra non-perishable food and or even a box of diapers mm-hmm. and bring it to your nearest food pantry or food bank yeah because people you know people think oh people go to food banks because they just want free food mm-hmm. no most people that go they're almost embarrassed to go food mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah it's unprecedented times right now and we just have it to is. uh just tough it out. I mean, you know, these riots and the protests, that's what I'm more afraid of than the COVID, to be honest with you. you I know, know there, there were people, you know, usually where I am, it's, it's pretty quiet. Quiet. Yeah. Well, there were, there were, I mean, we've had some protests that have turned violent and people were on overpasses throwing bricks at cars. Can you imagine a really a 95? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So, you know, I just, you know, I, I think people need to be kind to each other need to, you know, be empathetic and, and, yes. uh, What do you think their healing would be? Those people who are, um, who are doing all the, the, these horrific crimes, what, what kind of healing do you think they need? Do you think they're, they're on this planet just to, what do you think they're here for? Well, I think they're here to learn something about themselves. Yeah. Whatever happened to them when they were younger mm-hmm. or, um, you know, unconscious messages mm-hmm. or whether it was parents or relatives or teachers that said, you're bad, you're stupid, you're this, you're that. It becomes, it becomes a belief and they believe that they're, you know, that there's something wrong and that, that they have to act out this anger. And yeah, 
they they have to do their inside emotional work to get through it so that they can you know it it's anger it's bitterness it's um and some people will do the work yeah. and some people in this lifetime won't right. they won't but it's and, but Cindy can i just ask you um i'm sorry for interrupting you but do you think that it's their fault or they're just not ready like we're here on different levels so do you think that it's their like fault like we call them mean and angry but is it really their fault not necessarily mm. I think it's something that was either they came into this world from past lives mm-hmm. that they held on to this with, or right. if there are people who don't believe in that. But if um, if they grew up with these negative messages that were sent to them, and it becomes a part of their behavior. I mean, everyone has the ability to make changes mm-hmm. with their behavior. You can't, you can't change your basic nature, right? but you certainly can change your behavior. Right. And, you know, there's always going to be this balance of, you know, on one side, you've got love and and kindness and um compassion and then on this other side you've got horror and 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 I I never thought I would say this but evil yeah yeah yep and and it's you know we're seeing we're seeing a lot of negative stuff going on yeah i'm i'm hoping that they get an awakening you know they're not going to be angels but they will grow from this hopefully or they'll just stay where they are and the next yep. journey that they go into they'll have to redo this whole thing all over again or that's it they're going to have to learn it sometime yeah you know so it's 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 interesting and i really appreciate it and and Cindy talks about this all the time on her show so please uh, head over to Discover Your Potential uh, at her website. And we'll put the website on our website. Um, yep, it's um, wdypthalkradio.com. Mm-hmm. And if they want to make an appointment for a private phone session, mm-hmm. and all I'm doing right now is phone sessions mm-hmm. uh, because I don't want to put anybody's health at risk. Right. So... They can go to Cindy at CindyGilman.com, and that's Gilman with one L. And um, and God bless my son for handling all my computer things because yes. I am I am I am technologically challenged. He's my producer, so <laughs> he's a yeah he's a, he's an amazing guy. So thank you for him. <laughs> uh, he's. A, He's my son, but he's a great guy. Yeah. He, he's, he really is. Yeah, he's great to work with, so I give him a lot of uh, credit for putting up with me. <laughs> but he's no. so sweet. But thank you so much, Cindy. Thank you for today. Thank you. Thank you. You're thank amazing. You. I'm, I'm sorry that I took up some of your time with these. Uh... No, that's okay. <laughs> it happens. It's okay. And, thank you. You know, good luck in the future with that little boy. I'll be waiting to hear when 
when he makes his way into the world. Yeah, yeah. I might wait a little while, you know, because uh, I don't know what's going on. But right now, you know, we'll see what well, happens. Little, little Anthony <laughs> wants you to know that he's waiting. Yeah. I'll name him something else, though. <laughs> I love Anthony, but it's so common. But that was like the first name that came to my head. It was so weird. I don't you know. Huh. And I have a little dog named Jimmy, so why couldn't it be Jimmy? But all right. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're welcome. No problem. What, what were you saying? I'm sorry. I was going to ask you what kind of dog it was. He's a mulchy. He's a Shih Tzu uh, Maltese, and he is sent from heaven. Um, uh, he's my spirit guide. I love him so much. He's so spiritual, and he sees uh, he sees the spirits in this house. Like it's amazing. Oh like, yeah, they'll 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 just stand still and stare. Oh yeah, they'll stare. I mean, they are. They're so intuitive. They just he yeah he he rocks he rocks this whole house like it's amazing <laughs> you know he's just he's such a he's yeah he's pretty cool he's pretty cool and he's very spiritual and and he was there like when my mother was passing and when she wasn't feeling yeah. good he was right there by her side crying like oh. literally crying for God to take her because she was like she was moaning and groaning I never seen it I have it on video. I'm like, this well, dog is amazing. And, uh, he, uh, yeah, he's pretty special. So, I, you know, and, and I always say this, you know, they come into our lives at just the right time and they leave at just the right time. So, right, I, right. you know, I understand, you know, this is my last connection with my parents as far as my sisters are concerned. But, um, you know, I just, I, I'm not ready for him to go yet. So, I keep no, him nice and healthy and no, take care of him. Right. Yeah. But, uh, he's gonna be, he's gonna be with you for a while. Yeah, I. I and your yeah. your mother your mother needs you to know that she is free of pain. Yes. She God. said it feels good just to feel good. Yeah, she's cool, man. I saw I saw her soul leave her body. It was the most. It was like a butterfly leaving the cocoon, and I went yes. Like I felt so happy for her. I'm like yes. Thank you, God. You know, because every day she's like, when am I going? I can't take uh, this anymore. And I, and I would sit there and be like, Mama, we just had, Jesus had to go through the same thing. Let's just, we're going to get there. And it's always we. And I always say that to people who have taken care of, God bless you for taking care of your, your sick family members or friends, but always right. say we. And I always said we, we're going to die because I did die that day. And I was reborn into something so different, yeah. you know, and yeah. you know, if I think if we understood death a little bit better, um, right. it's so hard. It's so hard. But if we understood it, it would right. make us feel better because this is not home. And I always say that we're here to learn and then we go on to a different journey. This is all a car, you know, and yep. I think if, once we know that we'll be fine. And, and, you know, I, you know, I, I don't welcome death. I have still have a lot to do. I have a lot of learning yes, to do here. You do. Yeah. You have a lot to do. But I, but, but just to know like that, oh, you know, like that feeling of like, you know, right. you, you, you're, you know, who you're free of this, you know, and it's, it's going to mm -hmm. be a magical feeling, but like the, the, um, I had a, a professor that I used to uh, study with. He told me the Indian culture, they, they don't say we passed away. We passed on. Exactly. The same thing like your friend, Dr. Wayne Dwyer, you know what I mean? Like all these people, they teach and you teach everybody this. So you make such a difference in this world. And I want to thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, Cindy. You. All right, Cindy.
God Thank, bless you. God bless you too. Thank you so much, and we'll we'll talk soon. Okay. All right, and check out Cindy on Discover Your Potential Sundays at five p.m. Eastern Time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.